The Holy Gospel, according to Luke, the 10th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. After this, the Lord appointed 70 others and sent them on ahead of him in pairs to every town and place where he himself intended to go. He said to them, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, ask the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go on your way. See, I am sending you out like lambs into the midst of wolves. Carry no purse, no bag, no sandals, and greet no one on the road. Whatever house you enter first, say, peace to this house. And if anyone is there who shares in peace, your peace will rest on that person. But if not, it will return to you. Remain in that same house, eating and drinking whatever they provide, for the laborer deserves to be paid. Do not move about from house to house. Whenever you enter a town and its people welcome you, eat what is set before you. Cure the sick who are there, and say to them, the kingdom of God has come near to you. But whenever you enter a town and they do not welcome you, Go out into its streets and say, Even the dust of your town that clings to our feet, we wipe off in protest against you. Yet know this, the kingdom of God has come near. Whoever listens to you listens to me. And whoever rejects you rejects me. And whoever rejects me rejects the one who sent me. The seventy returned with joy, saying, Lord, in your name, even the demons submit to us. He said to them, I watched Satan fall from heaven like a flash of lightning. See, I have given you authority to tread on snakes and scorpions and over the powers of the enemy, and nothing will hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice at this, that the spirits submit to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated, and the children may come forward for a children's sermon. I've got a question for you. Do you know anyone that loves you? Yes. Yes, you're pointing. Very good. <laughs> Who are they? Can I ask? You can share only if you want. Mommy. Mommy, that's right. Dad. Dad. Who are you pointing to? Your mom and your dad? Yeah, that's right, that's right. I list Kristen and my mom and my dad, too. They're some of the best ones that love me. When we have people that love us, why do they love us? Do they love us because we're super fast? No. Do they love us because we're super smart? No. Do they love us because we're always happy? 
Why do they love us? That's tricky, isn't it? I have a strong feeling that they love us just because they love us. They love us because you are theirs. And they have loved you even before they saw you, even before they knew you. They have loved you all this time and they'll love you all the rest of your life. It's like love, that's kind of, kind of hard to understand, isn't it? Even when we're sad, we love. Yeah. Today's story is about Jesus and he sends the people out and they can do so many cool things. They can cure the sick and they can heal demons, or they can heal demons, they can cast out demons. They can do all kinds of different things. And when they come back, they say, Jesus, Jesus, we could do all these things and it was awesome. And they said, that's good. (laughs) But then Jesus said, you know what the important part is? It's not that you can do all these things. It's nothing. It's nothing. It's that your names are written in heaven and it's nothing more. I know that God loves us. And then God doesn't love us because we're fast or because we're smart or because we're always happy or anything else. God loves us just because. God loves us just because. And that means that when we have all these powers, when we are super fast or super smart or super caring or super adorable, or sometimes super unhappy, but not always, because we're also super adorable or super nice, when we have these powers, we get to go out and love people just like the God that loves us, just like our parents that love us, just like the love that we have. We go out and we love the whole world just because. So this week, here's what I want you to do. I want you to think of the power that you have. If it's a great love of Pokemon, or if it's being fast, or anything else. I want you to think of the power that you have. I want you to share it with the whole wide world out of love. You want to practice that? All right. Should we say a prayer? Let's pray. God, we're very, very thankful. You love us so much, and you've given us so many good things. In the midst of all this, we ask that we're able to share these things with the ones around us and with the whole world, that we're able to love as best we can like you love us, and that you continue to put people in our lives that show us what this love looks like. Be with us as we go out and bring us back again. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Shall we say a prayer? We just said a prayer. Shall we have a snack? You can go back. All right. You can go back to your seats. It's got chocolate chips on it. With great jubilation, he goes back and shares all he has. In the name of Jesus, amen. This text is a real tricky one. Because just like the disciples, I get caught up in the whole beginning of the text. I get caught up in the 70. I get caught up in them going out. I get caught up in the blessing the ones who welcome you and not blessing the ones who don't. I get caught up in the powers that they have.
and trying to understand why I don't seem to have those same qualities or those same powers. I get caught up in all of it. And just like the disciples, I arrive at the moment where the 70 come back and they're telling about all they did. And I think it's the most important thing to happen today. And then Jesus calmly looks at me just like he looks at the disciples in this text. And he says gently, this isn't the important part. Don't rejoice because the demons submit to you. Don't rejoice because of all the things you can do. Rejoice because your names are written in heaven. I've always interpreted this as rejoice because God loves you. Rejoice because of the way that God has blessed you. Rejoice in these things. After all, these 70... These are going to be gone long before the cross. They all abandon Jesus. These 70 are going to be gone long before Jesus even makes his way into Jerusalem. These 70 are gone. And almost an instant, even after being able to do all these things, even after being able to say all these things and witness all these things, and yet their names are written in heaven. And it's not because they're super good at this, and it's not because they're super fast or they like Pokemon or anything else. It's because God loves them. That's the only reason this whole thing happened to begin with, is because God loves them. This has been happening the entire history of our faith. Way, 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 way back when God created the heavens and the earth, when we have that creation story, God doesn't say that I'm creating these things because... They're good themselves. God creates things to be good and cares for them. And way, way, way back when Abraham and Sarah were given sons and daughters in the numbers of the sands, they were given these sons and daughters to be a blessing. And that whoever blesses them will be blessed and whoever curses them will be cursed. And through them, all the families of the world will be blessed simply because... It's not because Abraham was righteous. It's not because Sarah was good. It's simply because God wanted to bless the world. And when God gave God's son, God's beloved, with whom he is well pleased, God gave this freely and openly for the world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. All of our blessings in life, they're not about us. They're about the love that God has for us and the love that God has for all people. It's a really different way of looking at the world. Think of the powers that you have. Now, in front of this text, it's easy to say, well, I don't have any powers, you know? Like, I can't cast out demons or cure the sick or heal anybody, but think of the powers you have. I've come to know you enough where I know you each have power. Sometimes it's a little bit of money. That's a power. Sometimes it's a lot of money. That's a power. Sometimes it's the ability to sit with people and visit them. That's a power. The ability to listen, the ability to help, the ability to sing, the ability to laugh, the ability to gather together and listen to one another and support each other and build us up, the ability to teach, the ability to be patient. It's all a power. Think of those powers. 
and think of the way that God has blessed you with them. Deeply and richly and wonderfully. Now think of the world. Think of the world and all its chaos. Think in the world around you. Think in the world that fights with one another. Think of the borders that we have, not just at our country, but in our homes and in our relationships and in our churches and in our lives. Think of it all. And if God were to send you out, and God does, if God were to send you out, how would those powers be used? How would the money be used? How would the listening be used? How would the visiting be used? How would everything that God's given us be used? I've got to imagine, and I think I'm right, and I think that a lot. I've got to imagine that the world would be transformed, absolutely transformed, if we, like the disciples, would not rejoice in our blessings and in the things that we can do as something that's all about us. I think the world would be transformed if we looked at everything we can do and everything that we are and everything that we have and simply think God loves us. And we should probably share this with the people that God loves. So use your powers. Use the powers that you have this week and this month and this year to love deeply and richly and wonderfully just like the God that loves you. Use your powers and use everything you have in a way that transforms the world around you and in the midst of it, let the other people with powers that are around you feed you and care for you and share with you too. Through it all, the kingdom of God will come near. Peace will be in your house. And Christ will dwell with us. God be with you in this work. God be with you when you're going out and you're coming in. God be with you. Amen.